Welcome to another episode of the Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast. This podcast was designed to let you know that you aren't the only one that took forever to get it together. So the rabbit hole that you have stumbled down will hopefully help you understand that just when you think it's over, it's only the beginning. Just because you were dealt a bad hand doesn't mean you have to keep it. Welcome to the Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast. And what's, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus, I know it's been a while since I've done one of these, but Lord Jesus. All right, welcome back. This is season two, Knucklehead Chronicles podcast. I'm going to jump right back into the origin. First of all, before I get into any of that, though, I want to shout out my man, Omega Sparks, who did my intro and outro uh, for this season uh, for the podcast, because I, you know, I, I didn't have an intro um, last season. <laughs> I was just using some clips from Harlem Nights, but... Then I reached out to Omega. He uh, he's a, uh, an award winning musician, producer. Does a lot of work with uh, AEW, the wrestling um, promotion out there, and a lot of a lot of the wrestlers' intros. Uh, so shout out to Omega, man! Thank you for being you know being cool and and and, and doing everything in a timely fashion. I really appreciate it. All right, so we're gonna jump right back into the order. Nope, before I do that. There are another couple announcements, so I'm going to wait for those to the end. I'm going to jump into back, back into the story real quick. If you remember the last time we uh, kicked off the recap show, but before that episode, uh, we were uh, we are on the, uh, t- we at the tail end of with me and Strawberry up in Illinois, and uh, I get ready to leave. Um, what happened? Okay, here's what it, okay, what happened. What made me leave Illinois wasn't necessarily the fact that I became bold enough to leave her. It was because I had met someone else, right? So I don't want anybody to be misconstrued to think, oh, Terry got enough, enough strength to leave her after all that, you know. No, that's a lot. No. I only had enough courage, enough balls to say, I'm out of here. Only after. I had met someone, and the person that I met, it, she was a person that I found on, um, I found her on Facebook. But we were, we had been friends for years, right? But I have she was like my my first, you know, my first crush, you know, first kiss, whatever she was. Um, I'm not gonna call her name either, but she, it, yeah. But anyway, I leave. I finally get up enough guts to leave, and um, and and and. This is the part of the story that really gets me sometimes when I sit and think about it because um, I, I endured four years of absolute torture and hell because I thought that I want I thought that I wanted to be somewhere that I wasn't wanted. You see how you see how that that makes any sense? You know how many times you know how many people you know that that runs in your that run in your circle will stay with somebody or stay in a situation. Because, you know, I just feel like I, I deserve to be there. A lot of the things I did and went through was because I felt like I deserved it. I I took beatings, emotional beatings, because I thought that I deserved it. And that was my mindset for a long time, was that I took the beating, I took the nonsense, 
because of the way of the way that I treated her. That's why that's why you have to be careful how you treat people. You gotta be careful how you move with people. Because karma is a fat bitch. You better believe that. Three hundred and twenty five pounds with one tooth. Karma is not cute, right? But at the same time, you know, the 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 emotional abuse you don't have to take it. You, you don't deserve that. And it, but it took me some it took me some moons to figure that out. It took me a while uh, to figure that out. And I think that there are some days, even now, I still don't. I still feel like I deserve some stuff. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, nah. You know what I'm saying? I made my mistake. That's my bad. I lied in it. Okay. I took accountability for it. You know. And you try not to make that same choice. Twice. Notice I didn't say mistake, right? <laughs> uh, I tried to make that same choice twice because you too, if you do it more than once, it's a choice, not a, not a, not a, uh, a circumstance. Anywho, so I leave Illinois and I go back home. I go back to North Carolina, you know. I, I, I decided to pick up life with this young lady. Um, I'm a, Just for the, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to call her Psycho Sid. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm gonna call her psycho said because she was absolute and but this is this is, you know, I didn't find this out until after. Right. Um I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna call her psycho said and this this is just another story of the abuse that I took. You know. Some things like I said, you know, like I said, I, I, I repeat the sentiment. Is that I went through a lot of stuff thinking I deserved it. And I, de- I, I deserved that. I deserved that butt kicking. I get off, sure did. So I go back home and I, and I, I leave uh, Illinois, I leave Strawberry. Um, I, left, I, 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 I left her with a lot of questions unanswered. I left, um, I, I can't describe it. I, I mean, I just left so many open doors. I mean, you just emotionally never got, you know, if people always asking, why can't we get, you know, I need closure, I need closure, I need closure. And and believe me, when people say they need closure, damn it, they need closure, you know. Um, and I didn't get any of that. So I'm walking around, open wound. You know, can you imagine, like, getting cut or getting shot and you have no treatment, no antibiotic, no nothing, and you just walk around open wounded? That was me, emotionally. So I go home. I move in with this young lady. Um, at at first, uh, it was good. It was an absolute uh, infatuation with her. It wasn't that I loved her. It wasn't like, you know, it was a it was an absolute infatuation. And then the last time I saw her, she was a cutie when you know she was a young girl. And then as a grown woman, she was full fledged. Like whoa, what the hell? You know, you know she she had everything. But uh, her mental was way off. So moving in with her, and like I said, at first it was good, right? So I didn't really have any job aspects, right? So I couldn't, you know, stay with this woman and not have any, not not have a job. Just no way, right? So I go back to this job I worked years ago. You know, um, if anybody from North Carolina know, we're talking about a place called Convergence. They probably they everywhere, but. Um, it's called Convergence. I worked for OnStar years ago, and 
So I go back to the I go back to Convergence. Now when I, the, the first time that I worked there, uh, I was paying child support, and they were eating my ass alive. If, if I remember correctly, that's the reason why I left Convergence <laughs> because you know you know child child support dodging at the time you know, um, and they were just really eating me up with child support right. So I didn't you know I left. But I, right when I came back home, and this is in 2014, so I go back home, and I go right back to work there, right? Um, <laughs> so they just picked up where they left off, <laughs> as far as all the garnishments and such. So I remember working my training period, and, and you know, making I thought, what I thought was a lot of money, right? Man, I get my check, yo, and they 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 gutted me yet again with child support. Uh, which is fine, you know what I'm saying? But at the time it was so I had to go home and try to, you know, um, I had to go home and try to explain, <laughs> you know, what happened to my money. Uh, so they, they garnished my child support. They, they garnished me. Um, what was that? So the weekend that we got paid, the weekend that I got paid, we decided to go to uh, Carowinds. If you guys are familiar, yeah, theme park lovers, uh, Carowinds. So we go to Carowinds and, you know, I spend all this money. You know, it's just me and her, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and at this time, me and her had, I was with um, my phone company. It was, AT, it was AT&T. So I had to went and got her a phone. I'm just, I'm a G. I'm balling. Right. So <laughs> we go to Carowinds. This is a Saturday. We go to Carowinds. Light bill due on Monday. She called, uh, Monday comes around. Uh, she says, "Hey, you gonna pay the light bill?" I was like, "Oh, you know, I ain't got it." You know, what I'm saying, like, you know, and she so this started the downward spiral between me and her. And uh, she was like, "Well, why are you even here? Like, if you can't pay a bill, why are you even here?" Which made sense, right? That's not what made her crazy. What made her crazy was we slept. You know, of course, slept in the same bed. And at the time, I snored. Well, I, I, you know, I still snore when I, when I don't have my CPAP, but I snore. And so she kicked me out of the room because I snored. And I was like, but I snored. I snored the first night I was here. What you, what you, what you talking? You know, so she legit kicked me out of the bedroom and said, and she had, she had another bedroom, like uh, she, had, she had two bedroom apartment. So she just made me sleep in, sleep in the other bedroom because I snored, whatever. So back to this light bill business, um, she was like, "Well, you said you were gonna make, uh, pay the car pack, uh, pay the light, the light bill, and whatnot." And I was like, "All right, well, I just ain't got my, my job. They they garnish my check again." Da 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 da. And so she she's like, "Okay, okay." And when I tell you this this period of time, it was just tumultuous. I mean, we wouldn't. She wasn't speaking to me. We already sleep. We already sleep in separate beds. Uh, she's not speaking to me. She incorporates somebody else to pay the light bill. Um, you know, and uh, I was like, okay, you know, I, nope, I'm not gonna do this with you either. And so one Sunday, because we we lived in Charlotte, but we went to church church in my hometown, my home county, in Anson County. And so we would go down there 
on Sundays to go to church. So this one Sunday, I was just like, man, I'm not feeling this at all. I'm done. I can't. Here I am. I'm busting my butt. Now, mind you, you know, after the whole light bill incident, she started, she started taking me to work. You know, I had to find my own way to work. I was walking to work. I mean, it was just, it was just a lot of, you know, she went totally left on me. And I get it, you know, to a degree. You could have just said, you know, or something, right? So I said, that's it. I'm over it. I'm done. Uh, I, you know, I, t- I didn't even tell her that I was leaving because she didn't care. Uh, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't acknowledge the fact that I was there in the first place. She ain't finna care if I'm, you know, if I leave or whatever. So I left. And I went and moved into a, uh, one of those extended stay hotels. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, not for nothing of it. I don't know why I can't think of the name of it. But anyways, moved into an extended stay hotel. And I'm going to tell you, um, I think that was a time of my life when I was staying, staying in the hotel where that was, of course, the most loneliest. Um, there's nobody, I didn't have nobody to come home to, you know, all that. Before I get into that, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, it's, it's one of these points that makes me think a little bit, you know, my mama. God bless her soul. She used to tell me all the time, just like your auntie, God rest her soul too, Auntie Annie B. Uh, you just like your auntie. You just feel like you can't live this life by yourself. And I say, yes, I can, Mama. She said, no, you can't. Because you just, you feel like you just got to have somebody. You can never be alone. You've never been alone. You've always been somebody's boyfriend or been somebody's husband, you've never been alone. And I was like, oh, you're right about that, man. Got a point there, mama, you know. And your auntie was the same way. My sister was the same way. You know, she just got to have, but she just got to have, have a man in her life. I said, well, so mama, you know, that's, that's kind of the way life is. She said, no, it's not. She said, my mama used to tell me uh, before she passed away, she said, love yourself, son. Because you're not promised to have anybody in your life. You know, love yourself. Don't let your life go to the pits to the point where you can't function alone. And that's exactly where I ended up. I ended up in a place to it because I did not know how to love myself. I completely tanked on myself because I didn't know what to do. I was so I was so emotionally geared up to be somebody's husband, to be somebody's boyfriend, even though I was terrible at it. I was terrible at being somebody's boyfriend. I was terrible at being somebody's husband. But for some reason, my I had to have somebody in my life. I got to a place in my life, and this is where I got it when I hit the when I when I started living in this hotel. Um it was just the loneliest. It was just the loneliest. And I was still working at uh, Convergence. Uh, but I had to figure out a way to make everything work. So I leave. Um, Psycho said, right? Now, mind you, I told you earlier early in the broadcast that uh, we had AT and I had AT&T and, and uh, um, we had a, I had to borrow her a phone. So I got her phone 
disconnected because you're not gonna you're not gonna sit down and and tuck up my phone bill and <laughs> you threw me out. What? Well, actually, I left, but no, we're not gonna be, no, we ain't doing that, right? So I got a phone off Shady. She comes over to the hotel where I live. <coughs> she says, "Why you cut my phone off?" I said, "What you mean? <laughs> Get out of here." You were mean to me. You stopped speaking to me for the last month that I was there. What you mean? Like, what you thought? You going to keep a free phone? No, man. So uh, life in the hotel was just difficult. Um, it gave me a lot of time to mull over um, situations and people. And I was like, you figure in that moment, living, living in the hotel, you figure that would be um, – liberating after everything that I've been through. But it wasn't. It absolutely was not. Um, there was a sense of, I felt a sense of failure um, on top of the lonely. Uh, I felt like I failed my mom. I felt like I failed me. I felt like I failed everybody in my life. And, um, and so, I stayed there, and I tried to make things work, and, you know, for the most part, it did work. It was just, I was just so, I, I tried to, I tried dating, um, went out with this girl named Constance. Uh, Constance was cool, but she had just came out of some stuff herself, and so we went out to this little fancy rib joint, you know, where, <laughs> And uh, she was like, yeah, you cool and everything, but I don't want to date you. And I was like, well, I, I didn't say that. I just went out. This is our first date. I didn't say I wanted to go steady with you. <laughs> I just said, let's go eat dinner. Um, but it was just, it was, that part of my life is not as foggy as I thought it was. Now that, I, now that I'm sitting here and telling it, uh, the story, it was like, well, that was weird. Uh, so, I had a coworker of mine because I was so lonely. I had a coworker of mine that had two kids. Her name was Rosie, and Rosie would come to work because she didn't have a babysitter for her kids. She would bring her kids to work and leave the kids in the car for the entire shift, right? So she was homeless, right? So I was like, "Hey, you know, let's th- let me do, you know, the gentleman thing here." Just and Rosie's my friend. Um, you know, to this day, I hope she's well. I haven't seen her, heard from her, talked to her, and years um so I, had, I was like you know what i got this hotel room it ain't much you know but you guys can come and stay with me you know let's that share the room we we'll pay we we'll split the rent you know whatever whatever i slept on the couch just up in the bed with her and the kids i never promised that um so we just got so with with rosie it got really tricky with them babies because they they did everything <laughs> They was, I mean, they were there long enough to where they caught the bus there with the school. Uh, Rosie was dating. She had her own thing happening. I had my own thing happening. I mean, it kind of worked for a minute, right? But the kids get, the kids kept getting in trouble at the hotel. You know what I'm saying? They kept uh, in the fights and you know, running in the street and all that jazz. And so, uh, one of the one of the the landlords of the hotel, he called me up one day. He said, "Hey, man." You gotta get these kids. You gotta get these kids out of here. If you do, if you don't, you're gonna have to leave. Now, I didn't want 
know, to break it to him. I thought, you know, I wanted, you know, I, I wanted to be the good guy, right? But at the end of the day, I wasn't. But all of these decisions that I made, you know, with Psycho said, with Rosie, were all decisions made under absolute emotional duress because I didn't know what I was doing, you know. I thought I was being this way and that way. I thought I was being a man. I thought I was handling my business. And I wasn't. I was far from it. And so life takes a really bad turn. And you think it's bad now. I mean, a really, really bad turn. I stayed in the hotel. And I actually got kicked out of the hotel that was the first hotel. And then I went and moved into a hotel that was more swanky on the other side of town. I actually was down the street. Um, but along with that swankiness, uh, it, the, the cost was extra to live there. And, and, and they, they did weekly rent. It wasn't monthly or um, it wasn't monthly. It was weekly. And I stayed in this hotel and it was called, it, it was called an extended stay America. And if you have been traveling across this great country, well, they are everywhere. Right. Um, stayed there. I was paying what I paid a week in rent. I was paying, and what I, what I paid a month at the other, the first hotel, I paid a week there. You know, so imagine the struggle. Now, this time I've, I have moved. I've moved jobs. Um, and no, 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 I didn't. I was at extended stay. I was still at Convergence because I had to walk, walk to walk to work. Um, again. Lonely, trying to get over. You know the old saying goes: the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else, right? I don't know who did that. That's that's complete bullshit. I'm not sure why. I'm not. Ooh, that's nuts. Don't ever. <laughs> it never works out. And um, so that's what I try to do. Though. I try to, you know, I try to, to, you know, cover the pain with booze. And cover the pain with girls, whatever, whatever. But I couldn't get either booze nor girls, so it was just bad. And I was just <laughs> and I stayed in this hotel, and it was great. I was up. There was a Walmart next door, so if I needed something, you know, I would just go and walk to Walmart. Uh, I would catch the bus to work. Uh, I ran. I ran out of money uh, at one point, and I had to walk to work. Um, so that was rough. I mean, but it had to be done, right? Um, so one day, you know, if, you know, out of the blue, I get kicked out of this hotel because I got paid the rent. So you you guessed it, <laughs> your boy was homeless. Um, my daughter came through and was like, "Dad, now this is." I went back to the other. I went back to the the first hotel. Eventually, went back to the first hotel. And my daughter was like, she came to visit me one day. She was like, Dad, you know, why don't you, why, why don't you come and stay with me and my boyfriend? Now, at the time, it was a baby daddy. He was, he was, he was an abuser, a narcissistic abuser, you know. Um, and I just was like, yeah, no, I, I don't want to do that, you know. And... Eventually, she talked me into it because it was just, it was just too hard. It was too hard, um, and so I packed up, left the hotel, and went and stayed 
with her baby daddy. We'll get to that next episode. Check this out, yo. <laughs> here's, my, here's my announcement. The Knucklehead Chronicles podcast are coming back. The, the, the panel part of it is coming back. Me, Kevin Peoples, Ernest Harris, Quinn Stewart, we are making a comeback. We will relaunch May 1st. Now, the difference in between this relaunch and any others is because we'll be going live on BS3 TV on Roku. So if you listen to this podcast and you listen and you have a Roku TV or one of those Roku thingies in the back of your TV, go and download BS3 TV. We will be going live May 1st at 2.30 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. Okay? 2.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. 2.30 to 3.30 is our show. Uh, but in that... <coughs> On the panel side of it, we'll be doing current events uh, and just giving our point, giving our um, giving our opinions about certain things that happen in this great country of ours and situations. So stay tuned for that. That's that's the panel on Sundays live on Podbean, uh, BS3, and YouTube. Okay, follow that. All right. Also, stay tuned right here to my personal uh, uh, podcast. Here, the origin will still be going live. Not live, but we record it every other day or once a week or whatever. I haven't figured that out yet. But you can check me out on podbean.com, knuckleheadchronicles.podbean.com. You can check it out. Go to the website, visit, subscribe, follow, all that. We're on just about every platform except for Pandora right now. Uh, so go check us out on any platform. But you guys, stay tuned. This is... <laughs> The, the rabbit hole gets deep. It really does. It really does get deep. And yeah. But you guys have a great rest of your day, man. We will see you on the flip side. Thank you for listening. I hope I didn't fry your brain too bad. Come back through and give me another chance. You can listen on all platforms and visit us at Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast.podbean.com. Until next time, in the words of the incomparable Jerry Springer, take care of yourself and each other.